This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Faith in the Zone. A show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and as always, I guess flying solo this week. Looking forward to getting Pastor Ken Keltner back in studio with me. I don't even know what he's going to do the first week. He hasn't been on the air in two years. I, I should just open the mic and say, go, just go. What do you got for me? Because he, he will go crazy. You know, there are certain people that I thank a lot on this show. And Tom Roy is is a guy that he's been on the show a couple of times. And in the in the background, he has helped us so much keep this show on the air because of the guests that he's allowed us to call and contact. And he'll, you know, if I if I send him a text and go, boy, I'm really struggling finding some new guests, in 10 minutes I'll get a, a text back saying, try these three. Tell them I told you to call. And he is, uh, it doesn't surprise me because he is a Grafton native, so he's got that Wisconsin blood in him. Um, but I'll tell you what, I when, when I talk to people about Faith in the Zone, and when I get asked to come out and speak on Faith in the Zone, Tom Roy's in the first chapter, and then he's in every chapter um, since because he's been such a godsend for us. And our guest, and we haven't had him on the show in a couple of years, and I wanted to reach out and get him back on. Our guest for the entire hour is Tom Roy, Grafton native, founder of UPI. He's an author, former baseball player with the San Francisco Giants. He's now the president of Shepherd Coach network and we're going to spend a lot of time today shepherdcoachnet.com tom roy how you doing today brother hey buddy we're a team just so you know that man thank you jesus doing I pre- well i appreciate that so much tom and it's it's really um it's almost like faith in the zone pastor ken keltner brookside baptist church tom roy that when when i'm out speaking or somebody asks me about Faith in the Zone, and I can tell you that I was I was doing a, and you know this story. I was I was doing a um, an awards banquet ceremony in Waukesha, and when it was all over, a guy came up to me, and Faith in the Zone had been on the air about six or seven months at the time, and he said, "Do you take recommendations for Faith in the Zone?" I said, "I do." He said, "You need to look up Tom Roy." I said, "What does Tom do?" He said, "Well, he grew up in Grafton." And I don't know exactly what he's doing, but he look, he, he played baseball at a really high level, and he's doing something that would fit with Faith in the Zone. And I've got to believe, because he's a Grafton guy, 
that he would take your call. And I said, you got it. And the next day I looked up Tom Roy, and at that time he was with UPI, and um, I, I contacted him. He called me back like in 10 minutes. We talked on the phone. I told him about the show. The next time he was traveling through this area, we met and had lunch, and and I can tell you that he is he is a very good friend of mine, and he is he was sent from God to help this show. I believe that. So that's how I got to know Tom, and and we have become extremely good friends. And he's just one of my favorite people in the entire world. Hey, Tom, when I talk about UPI, um, I remember the day you told me you were retiring. And like two days later, yep. you were busier than you'd ever been. <laughs> do you miss, do you miss um, being a d- involved day to day with UPI? I miss the guys big time. And you know, when you hand off a baton, you can't hold on to the other end. And so, Mickey Weston took over and has done just a fabulous job. But like I tell people, I retired from UPI, but not from my purpose. And so that's what kept it going. I had a lot of cheerleaders, my daughters, my wife, to uh, start this thing, shepherdcoachnetwork.com is what I say. Um, And that, uh, you know, COVID hit right away. So it gave me time to put together a few things, a couple of books, a couple of video series, and uh, get ready to go out speaking. And now that COVID is over, right? I'm. I just came back from uh, the Cove in Asheville and spoke there, and hope uh, to do a little more. Like I told them, you know, they had a apologetics guy on before me, and he did four sessions. And I got up there. I said, you know, I'm a coach, right? What the <laughs> heck? Why did you get me up here? And I gave him a pep talk, and they seemed to seemed to like it, so they had me do another one. So I'm hoping to get out and speak a little more now that we're able to do that, but. Uh, have a few other things too with Shepherd Coach. I'm just thankful that at 72, God has given me an opportunity and the energy and all that to do what uh, He's called me to do. Hey Tom, when um, when when with Shepherd Coach um, and and the book Shepherd Coach unlocking the destiny of you and your players is is such a good book and 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 thank you so much. I I know that um, we had bought some for an event that I was at and it it. It was really, really well received, and I thank you for that. Uh, can we talk a little bit about the 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 idea of writing um, that book and 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 how the Shepherd Coach Network all came to be? Sure thing. I uh, had been a high school coach and then a college coach. I think a total of about fifteen to eighteen years, and then with UPI worked with professional baseball players for thirty eight years. And this was kind of a going back to my roots, and it's a strategic plan for coaches who say that they're Christians and want to take their faith beyond church on Sunday, how to go about that, and some practical ways. So it starts out, it's a workbook, by the way, so it becomes your book when you're finished reading it, if you fill in all the blanks, because it's asking you questions like, why do you coach? And because the why determines the what and the how, and what is your philosophy, and what is your personal statement, and your elevator speech, and then it goes into mentoring and discipling and what that can look like. And uh, so that was the start. I, I, uh, I had been called in by the president of East Texas Baptist University. He got uh, all the coaches together, and they gave me a day and a half with him. And that was kind of the impetus and the start of that this whole project. So uh, you're right. The timing of it was perfect in terms of retiring from UPI. 
And now I just have a heart to uh, coach people and especially coaches, all sports, all age levels. You know, when, when Tom talks about it being uh, a workbook, I, I can tell you that, you know, he, he will, uh, for instance, in, in chapter three or uh, page three, the, my journey, I remember that and I took notes um, where he talks about his journey. And then at the end, yeah, and he will talk a little bit about um, the priority was people and the second priority was building a program um, for athletes. And at the, the bottom of that page, it says, okay, your turn. Write out your coaching journey by documenting your path. It will help you understand how God has led in your life. And I can tell you that I, I read yours, and, and then now I'm retired from coaching, but I thought, well, let me kind of look back at my coaching journey. It, it really does, when you put a pen to paper and you start trying to understand what your journey was, and how it changed over the years, that it, it's hard to do. You know, you're asking us now to, to do what, what you did, which was, okay, here's mine, what's yours? And I struggled with that, Tom. I did because, and I wasn't happy with, with my answer in, in some of it. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like I was, when I was 19 years old, I thought I was Bobby Knight coaching at, in a sixth grade, you know, Catholic basketball league. And so I, yep. where, I, where I was at the end of my coaching career is a lot different than where I was in the beginning. Yeah. And I think that if we believe in divine appointments, God is orchestrating all of that, not only for the kids who are coaching, and that's important that we become an aroma for Christ to them, but he also is doing adjustments in our lives. And uh, those who are faithful, he moves up. And that's not a saying, if you're faithful, you will move up, but it gives you that uh, background and opportunity to maybe go to another level, not just in talent, but in your own life to say what's really important. And uh, especially at the college level, I saw so many players years later, no longer pitching, hitting, throwing free throws up there but living for Christ. And that's, that's really awesome. And coaches have a lot, a lot of time, more than a college coach has more time with a kid than a parent does. And a high school coach, probably the same between practices and games and influence. So yeah, that's kind of, it's a tough journey sometimes to go back and look at what you did right, what you did wrong, but it's all a process, brother. Yeah, it, it really is. You can go on Amazon. You can. There's an, a lot of uh, different ways uh, to to find this book. The best way for for I think is go to ShepherdCoachNetwork.com, and that way you can look at all the books he wrote. and And I asked him this once before: if I went to the teachers at Grafton High School, if any of them were still around, and said, "Hey, uh, do you know that Tom Roy is 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 an uh, an author of I don't know seven books, something like that." They would have been. They would have said, "Of course, he he was the best student we had, right, Tom?" I think they. My nickname may have been Normandy. Every report card was D Day, baby. I'm telling you, I don't think they would have seen me ever writing anything. And I praise God for good editors. That's, That's a great line. I might use that line. I'm going to take that line from you. <laughs> That's that is good. So in the in Shepherd Coach again, unlocking the destiny of you and your players. If you're not a coach, if you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you're an aunt and uncle, I, this book has something for everybody. I think it. I think when you wrote it, it it's directed at at coaches. 
But, Tom, going through it and the amount of people that we were able to give this to at the event, the coaching event that we did over at Brookside, I got a lot of calls on that. And there were a couple of people that were in the audience that I was able to give a book to that were not a coach, but they were a spouse of a coach. And I, they, they said, man, th- this book, there, there's a lot in here for me. And the, the, um, when I talked to the one woman, she said, what I've done with the, the workbook part is what is my journey and, and for, as a basketball coach's wife? Like, why do I do this? And she said, so I've just kind of added a couple things. And I said, well, you, maybe, maybe Tom Roy should write a shepherd coach's wife's book. And she said, well, you have him call me if that's what he's going to do because I've been on a roller coaster with this guy, and we laughed about it. So there's there's a lot in that book for people that, whether you're a coach or not, if you're a parent, I, I think you could take that book and 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 just kind of turn it into why, you know, why are you like you are when your kid is playing basketball? Why are you yelling at him all the time? Or why are you yelling at the refs all the time? Stuff like that. There's stuff in that book for everybody, Tom. Well, I've had others, uh, whether a missionary, a pastor, a wife, all you have to do is cross out the word coach and put your title in there. Yep. And they're they're telling me that there's something for each of them. And so I'm very honored. You're right, though. It was very specific to coaches. And maybe you and I could write a book because it's a lot of work. And I'll let you do all the writing and I'll put my name on it with yours second. How's that? Hey, if, if, if I could just <laughs> if I could just talk it through, I'd be OK. But the writing part, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure. Hey, Tom, um, how how has the the Shepherd Coach Network gone for you and and I want to spend I we just got a little time in the first segment but I want to spend some time uh later in the show with with what that means and 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 coaches that join with you in the network but how has that gone for you I've really enjoyed it uh a lot of the stuff I've done again because of COVID has been preparing to win and uh, one of the things in the book is I ask coaches to consider redefining a win You know, when you're in COVID, you can't see a win as how many times you spoke or how many times you did this or that. And so just like in coaching, if we don't have the talent, we have to redefine a win. Now, we still share that with the players, right, that they're going to win or we expect the best out of them. But in our heart of hearts, we know that we need to redefine what is it going to look like to really be successful before the Lord and even with our kids on the court. And so this has been a time of preparation. And I've really enjoyed it. I've stayed pretty uh, pretty focused on social media, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, all those kinds of things, Twitter, putting things out there that are more quotes from other coaches and or the master coach, uh, and just getting prepared for when this whole pandemic is over. And um, I've also been, and we can talk about this on another segment, but the certification of coaches where they leave and after an eight-week course, they have a certificate that says that, uh, at least for me, I've vetted them as being men or women that uh, really do not only love Jesus, but have an understanding of what it means to look at spiritual return on investment, not just X's and O's. You know, on that website, and, and it talks about certified shepherd coach for high school or youth leagues, and it says, if you're a Christian coach that wants to make more your life and your teams count for the kingdom, becoming a shepherd coach may just be able 
to help you with that. A Shepherd coach helps coaches win more on the field, off the field, and where it matters the most, in the hearts of your players, unlocking the destiny of you and your player. As we talk more about this, again, shepherdcoachnetwork.com, and take a look at that website. The books that he has written are all right there, really easy way for you to pick up one of his books. The certification for a baseball coach, college sports coach, high school youth leagues coach, it's all right there at your fingertips. Again, shepherdcoachnetwork.com. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with our friend. To Grafton native, founder of UPI, now the president of Shepherd Coach Network, he is Tom Roy. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivert, and our special guest. And it's just so fun to to talk to him again, Tom Roy. uh, He's a Grafton native, and he is the president of uh, Shepherd Coach Network. Again, shepherdcoachnetwork.com is where you're going to want to go. Hey, Tom, we, we always utilize the second segment for people to share their testimony, and we haven't had you on for a while. And I was hoping that that you would uh, share your testimony. We've got a lot of new listeners who have joined the last few years uh, to Faith in the Zone, and I want to make sure that they understand uh, your testimony and where it all began. Well, you mentioned I'm from Grafton, and from 64 to 67, I don't think we lost. We were known as a basketball team and power, if you will, in the state. There was one class, and we had a guy named Jeff Sewell on the team when I was a junior. I started at center and probably averaged three points a game, and Jeff averaged like 32 without a three-point line. So my identity kind of came from uh, – playing sports at Grafton High School, and uh, we were very good in football and in basketball and very below average in baseball, but I loved baseball. And we went to the state tournament uh, in 66. Jeff ended up playing at Marquette and doing quite well there. And I ended up signing a a minor league contract with the San Francisco Giants. So uh, I thought this is great. I, I always wanted to be a pro athlete, and I thought this is the journey, and we'll get going. Well, what happened was I didn't make it. And it's interesting that I, I believe, even as we talk about looking at our life stories, that God provides even that kind of a background. And, and for me, just to get back in the locker room, I'd been there, understood the culture a little bit, and he sent me back in. But I wasn't a believer at that point. I was a young kid thrown in with a bunch of uh, real men, and it was an eye-opener. Prior to leaving, 
uh, I had asked a girl out on a date, and afterwards, and I'm making this short because I know your program is <laughs> only so many minutes long, but she brought a Bible out in the car and shared the gospel with me, and that uh, that didn't make me happy. Let's just put it that way. Um, and then when I left for Casa Grande, Arizona, actually flew into Phoenix, at the airport she gave me a Bible with my name on it so I couldn't throw it away, you know, like those old hotel keys, they'd mail it back to me. And uh, that was interesting. And when I got released and got home, she was at the airport. And I was kind of like, you know, I got released, right? And she goes, yeah. And she didn't care about the baseball side of it. We ended up dating and going to Bible studies. And about a year later, I say that God trusted me, that Jesus trusted me. And I uh, repented and asked for Jesus to take over my life. And she said she was so excited, and I said, well, yeah, it's kind of neat. She goes, no, you have no idea what God might do. And sure enough, here I am now looking backwards at the 68 countries. I get, you know, whereas before when I put on the uniform, there was a little bit of pressure. Now I walk into locker rooms and talk to them about Jesus. Uh, Major league players did that for 38 years, a few NFL teams, a few NBA uh, and a lot of college teams. And so my journey with Jesus began after, in other words, when I was at a low point in Grafton, uh, God moved me out of there. I became a radio announcer in West Virginia for about a year and a half, and then went to college at Grace College in Winona Lake. And I really had modeled to me what a Christian coach should look like. In fact, the head basketball coach is now with the Miami Heat in the front office. He he went from Grace to um, school in California, and the next thing you know, he's sitting on the bench with the Lakers as an assistant coach. And then when uh, Riley went to the Heat, he took him with him, Chet Kammer. I saw a lot of things in him that I had never seen in coaching before. And there were others that were at, the, at Grace College that really modeled for me what that looks like. And then uh, Milwaukee comes into the picture again. Billy Graham, when he came to Milwaukee, I think that was probably, what, back in the 70s, 80s? I can't even remember. It was a long time ago, probably late 70s. Um, they were going to do a baseball clinic and a friend called me and told me, so I called their organization and they said, we don't have a clue how to do a baseball clinic. And so they asked me to do it. And I sat in the upper deck of County stadium the night before and drew something out on a piece of paper <laughs> or a napkin. as to what it would look like. And that next day, some 700 people came out to this clinic. We had Brewer and Yankee players come out and uh, had a player or two share his testimony, and I gave an invitation, and there were over 70 adults and kids that made first-time commitments. It was pretty powerful, kind of cool coming back to Milwaukee. It was at Martin Luther King Field. And um, they challenged me to say, hey, go for this. And so I incorporated what we called UPI, Unlimited Potential Incorporated, and... uh, yeah, God just took it uh, to levels I'd never would have seen. So I thank him for the opportunities not to just see the world, but to actually be able to share about Jesus in some venues that most people wouldn't get an opportunity to. And and now, you know, this many years later, 
see some of the fruit of that. And and the entire the, one of the uniquenesses, Mike, of UPI is all of the staff are former professional players. In fact, one of them played for the Brewers, Tony Graffinino. Uh, he's full time on the staff, and but all of them could say, "Yeah, I played for." So they're reaching back into their culture. So I encourage all, each of you: you never know what God's going to do if you don't know Christ. And you know, I, I, I talk about now to the coaches about developing a culture and that to be like Christ. But to the person on the other side, the root word of culture is cult. And they see it maybe as a cult. And for you to be able to show them how Christ changes your life, that it isn't a cult about being good enough or following rules, but to repent, ask Jesus to take over, and literally let him take over and see where he takes you, uh, that, that fires me up. And to see now the history of that, that uh, not only is the gospel being proclaimed in the locker rooms, but now these players are even going into full-time ministry. So I rambled a little bit there, but None. it's just overwhelming and humbling. Guys, so you you see now why he he's not just one of my favorite people in the world, but I he could for me when he's talking, I'm just quiet because I'm, I it's so I know that story. I know it because we we've talked about it in person a number of times and he's talked about it on Faith in the Zone, yet I I just can't Stop listening to it, and and that girl who met him at the airport—that's his wife now. I mean, just let's close the loop on this. She hung out with him, yeah. and she's still holding hands with him. I'll tell you that for fifty-one plus years. Wow, and she's awesome, and uh, she is she's awesome. Still teaching the Bible, she has a women's study, and uh, she's a wonderful speaker. If you have any women's groups back there, she's been the wife of a coach. She's been a wife of a ministry person, but her she has a gift for teaching the Bible. So uh, I, I don't mind if I have to sit back and she takes over, meaning in terms of her ministry. And I try to encourage her that way with her Bible studies. Well, and and look, I've known her for a while now, and and when she speaks too, it's 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 funny because Tom and I both just stop and we just listen because she's real. First of all, y'all kicked your coverage by a mile, brother. You know that, and Big shot. yeah, and and it's Big so shot. nice to know that you know that too. I just don't want to use that analogy after the Packers last game, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ooh, that was. Yeah, we we we'll we'll talk a little bit about that later I'm in the show. Still, I have to tell you, hey still Tom, hurting, oh, still hurting over, still this. hurting on that one. Hey, when um when you talked about um you know hey if you have any women's groups up there, she would be perfect for that. You get a lot of calls from from different churches throughout the country that ask you to come out and and speak. And and I know that we had you at Brookside Baptist Church. In fact, we did one of these shows live in front of the men's group. That's certainly something that that if if it's open on your calendar, um, you would be willing to, to come into the Milwaukee area for any of the churches in this area if they if they want to go to your website and have you come in. Correct, brother. I would be honored to do that. I, I really am sensing that that is something that God wants me to do more. Uh, more of is to get out into the uh, communities, churches, banquets, whatever, whoever would have me. Because, you know, again, how many more years do I have? Uh, Meaning, you know, praise God, I can walk and all those kinds of things. Um, But I absolutely love beating the people. And uh, hopefully my message is such that uh, 
you know, I, I'm not your typical three point in a poem kind of guy. Um, I try to, you know, talk to them about scriptural principles and challenge them as men and as women to take responsibility, right? So, I, I, like I did, I say, I come across a little more as a coach in my speaking than a preacher, but some people like that. So, I would absolutely love any opportunities that are out there. Shepherdcoachnetwork.com, or if you get a hold of me, um, I can I can get you in contact with Tom. And, and during the break, he said, hey, we need to take faith in the zone on the road in the state of Wisconsin. Now, you set it all up, you sell it, and then get that limo to the airport for me, and then I'll I'll join you. And I said, oh, yeah, actually, Tom said a Pinto. If you get a Pinto and any color M&Ms you have will be just fine. Um, if you're if you would like Tom to come in again, he's a Christian author, uh, keynote uh, breakout speaker, um, coach meetings, conference retreats, churches, men's groups, MC for events, sports ministry consulting. All of that is on his website. You go to the website. There, a simple click to book Tom Roy if you want to bring him in, and I can help you with that. If if you're a pastor from one of the churches in this area that listens to this show. And I hear from some of you guys every once in a while. If this makes sense to you, um, call me, and I'll tell you what what uh, how how to get a hold of Tom, and and we'll spend 15 minutes on the phone with me singing his praises. I am a big fan. He's our special guest <laughs> for the entire hour. Again, ShepherdCoachNetwork.com. He's a Grafton native, founder of UPI, an author, and a, the president of Shepherd Coach Network. This is Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Again, I'm Mike McGivern flying solo this week. 
Our special guest, Tom Roy, he's the president of Shepherd Coach Network. Go to shepherdcoachnetwork.com. Hey, Tom, when 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 you get a chance to 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 mentor one of the coaches or, or have a coach that wants to be involved in, in Shepherd Network and they want to kind of get certified and they want to learn more about uh, this, they get a chance to talk and spend quite a bit of time with you, correct? Yeah, actually, if it's a college coach, it's eight weeks. Uh, high school or youth coach, it's five weeks. But then they get me for the year. There is a cost to it. But um, we go on Zoom one-on-one. It's not a uh, recorded message that they get. And I try to really get to know them. Uh, there are a couple papers that they have to do on the sovereignty of God. And, um, you know, so I know what they know. About the scriptures, uh, we teach them how to share their testimony. But also, uh, we use Shepherd Coach and my other book, Flock, as kind of the textbook along with the Bible, and we basically do life together. So I challenge them about certain things in the books and and in coaching and how to be a believer, eyeball to eyeball, an hour a week. And then, like I say, they have uh, access to me by email or text for another year after that. Because, you know, it's one thing to learn thing in a classroom environment. It's another thing to take it onto the court and to have actions, reactions, and how do I handle this? And I absolutely love it. Uh, to this point, I have, uh, it's interesting, I just, uh, I'm two weeks into, for the youth league, a former 11-year major league pitcher that just retired a few years ago and he got in touch with me and he said, I want to coach youth league, but I want to be a godly example. And, um, the, the remainder are basically college coaches, but one of them is a former division one female coach and she, um, is on fire for Jesus now. And it's really fun to see how she's taken off. So, uh, any sport, any level, uh, I want to uh, be there, and uh, like I say, it's not a package. I mean, I have a curriculum, but it's not a package where you just push a button and listen. We interact, and uh, like you said in the beginning, I'll ask tough questions, but I want them to take ownership of their faith in the context of where they coach. Uh, it's different to coach, for example, like I did at Grace College, where they want you to mentor and disciple as compared to name your state university. So we talked through some of those different issues, and uh, I'm fulfilled by it, and I hope it's fulfilling the Great Commission. I believe this is the sweet spot that God has me in right now, and with the experience of you know professional baseball and dealing with those men that have a lot of stuff but have real lives, it's somehow God's made that mix work, and I'm just very humbled and thankful to be able to pass that on. You know, he had talked earlier about, you know, he does a lot on social, and, and their Facebook page is is really good. And, and look, uh, he's very active. So you're. it's not like you're going to go in the last thing that he posted was, you know, in, in, in 2019. He's very active. And and I love the stuff that, that he um, that he posts uh, the, the six hours ago. The minute you step away from negative people in your life, you will instantly see the beauty in your horizon. And that was a Bill Walsh uh, quote. And there's stuff like that all through their Facebook page. And and go to Shepherd Coach Network um, on your Facebook page and and follow them, like them, and uh, take a look at all the things that, that he posts. I can tell you on his, on his 
personal Facebook page, he does post some ridiculous uh, humor. <laughs> I can tell you that. That's my wife, my, my, wife I, my wife finds your humor much funnier than I do, by the way. <laughs> it's really good. It's, uh, you know, um, February 20th, he posted the greatest leader is not necessary, not, not necessary the one who does the greatest things. He's the one that gets the people to do the greatest things. Ronald Reagan. So they're all through his Facebook page. He's got things that are going to encourage you, that you're going to think about, uh, that are going to challenge you a little bit. Uh, that I would I would definitely take a look at, at that as well. Hey, when did you get so good in, in the social space, young man? Well, I have a daughter who's, both of our daughters are off the charts, but uh, Amy in particular, and Lindsay also, but Amy's the one that challenged me, you know, to say, Dad, you know, again, you haven't retired. Now, let's take you from, you know, cursive <laughs> to <laughs> social media. And she began showing me how it all worked. And so, uh, like you said, on my personal page, I put jokes, basically, because people need to laugh in this day and age. Uh, even though you don't think all of them are funny, either do I. I have people that send those to me. That's the interesting thing on that one. I, you know, I put these jokes, and they think I'm writing them. Some people do. And I have a 40-year missionary in France, a used car dealer in Cincinnati, and a pastor in southern Illinois that send me almost all of those. So all it is me is copy and paste. The other ones, the quotes, I do take uh, a pretty good amount of time trying to find things that I think are going to make people think, believers and non-believers, and uh, make them think through, you know, what, what's what's really important. Uh, but I have to give my daughter, Amy, the credit there. She's a monster on all that social media stuff, and she's quite an entrepreneur. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I can tell you that whenever I go on his Facebook I will go back a week or so, and then I'll t- start looking at some of these jokes, and I'll go, Terry, I'm on Tom Roy's Facebook page. She'll come zipping over, grab my phone. Um, you know, there's four dogs, like, in a, you know, walking, and one says, we've been married one year today, and the other says, it feels like seven. Okay, so that, you know, that's kind of funny. It makes me laugh a little bit, but Terry just thinks it's uh, – that all of the stuff you post is the funniest thing. And I, I fancy myself as a comedian a little bit. She doesn't think I'm funny. Yeah. She thinks all the stuff that you post are really, really funny. So I, I love the fact that that your your daughter was kind enough to take the time to teach you because you're very active and, and really good on social. And, and when he when, again, when he is on the Facebook page uh, for, for Shepherd Coach, it's different than his personal stuff. It's very encouraging. I would definitely go to take a look at that. You can find all of this information on him. If you have any interest in, in speaking to him, if you're a coach and you want to become a certified shepherd coach, uh, if, you, if you're if you a church, if you're a group that wants to bring Tom in, um, if he's available, he will make it happen. You go to that uh, website, shepherdcoachnetwork.com, and take a look at uh, – that of everything that he has, it's it's just a, a a website that you'll spend some time on. The mission statement to impact and empower coaches and leaders of all kinds through education, media, speaking, mentoring, and books to utilize their platform to impact and empower those they lead. Teaching and living out how we might exhibit Christ like philosophies in positions and areas of life. 
So, you know, we always talk on this show a lot about Tony Junji saying, hey, whatever platform you are on, whatever platform the Lord has given you, you know, this is exactly what Tom's talking about in his mission statement. You know, living out how we might exhibit Christ like philosophies in positions and areas of our life. And uh, I, I just think the world of, of the work that he's continuing to do. Hey, can you still throw the ball a little bit? Uh, 12, 15 feet, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I've, tried. I've, so. got, I've got a bad shoulder. But um, I, I just want to go back to something, Mike, if I can. Sure. Is, you know, I just as we've been talking, um, this just hit me, you know, that God really started my outreach career in Milwaukee. Think about it. Going back to my home state, I would love the last years to be able to come back up there and minister. And I'm not saying that as an ad. I'm just thinking out loud with you how God and his economy, you know, here we are speaking today and you're saying such kind things. And how cool would it be? Not that I want to die tomorrow. I'm not saying that. But at the uh, beginning and at the end of the ministry, to be able to come back to the grand old state. I love it up there. You know what, guys? Let's bring him back. And, and uh, I can tell you that we we had a ball. When when he came up um, and, and spoke at Brookside, and we did this show, and we taped it, and it aired on, on Sunday, he uh, he said, look, I'm going to bring some of the books, some of my books, and, and uh, you know, hopefully I could sell a couple of them. Well, he brought a lot of them, and we sold them all because when I said, look, he's willing to sign, he's willing to autograph these if you guys want to just stand in line and, and it'll just be a minute. And there wasn't a book left over for me. And there was four other ones that I needed to, to have him send to me. And he, you brought a couple of cases that day. And you said, boy, I hope I can sell a couple. <laughs> and the line was people waiting to just speak to you and, and get that book. Like, I was like, hey, hey, how you doing? They're like, never mind. I'm in line here for Mr. Roy. I'm like, whatever, man. What, <laughs> hey, you and I go to church together, pal. And they laugh. So it's, uh, it, it's really good. If you want to have him come in and, and I can help you through that, or you can go to their website, shepherdcoachnetwork.com. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll wrap this thing up, continue our conversation with Tom Roy, our special guest. He's the president of Shepherd Coach Network. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Our special guest, Tom Roy, a Grafton native, and he is the president of Shepherd Coach Network. Hey, Tom, um, since the last time you are on the show, we have started asking this question at the end. And I, I'm sorry I haven't given you a heads up on it, but we're going to give this a shot. If I took every uniform that you ever put on in your entire life, from peewee football or basketball to the San Francisco Giants and every uniform in between, and I put them in a closet, and I, I, you said, look, I, I want one back, and I want to play one more game. What uniform do you make me pull out of the closet to put on and play one more game with that team, and who do you play against? 
Number 44 at home, 45 on the road, Grafton High School basketball. And uh, what what was the second part? Who would I play against? Who do you play against and why? Uh, well, I'd Germantown because I owned them, as Aaron Rodgers would say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Warhawks, that was Tom Roy who said he owned you. In my senior year. So I'd say Germantown. <laughs> they let me shoot a lot. I don't know why. They, well, they must have, they must have fil- you know, watched some film or came out and scouted you boys and said, we can let 45 45- – or number 44 at home, we could let him shoot because we have watched that. Oh, that's funny. Hey, when, when you played for Grafton High School, you said you guys were, were awfully good. Did, did you win a state? You won a state championship, correct? No, we didn't win it. We went to the final four. That's when before classes. So, oh, boy. you know, we were the first game we beat Madison East, who was ranked number one in the state. So we thought we were doing really well, and then we just didn't show up against Wisconsin Rapids. So we didn't win, but it was a great honor, and uh, we we put it up there. You know, like I say, my junior year, I averaged like three points a game. My senior year, I led the conference in scoring because, uh, A, I shot a lot, and B, <laughs> Jeff had graduated. Hey, so I so maybe we we take that against Germantown back in the closet, take out that Wisconsin Rapids game, and see if we can see if we you know yeah. play that one one more time. You know, I didn't play in it actually. Uh, I got really sick, and so we got there, and Coach Bleasy let me do the jump. I was a center, so to start the game, I was so sick. The doctor said I shouldn't go. I tipped the ball and sat the bench the rest of the game, didn't play the whole next game. So, yeah, that's a good call. I'd like to have that one back. Yeah, was that at, the, at up at Madison at the barn? Yeah. Oh, yep. boy, exactly. oh, boy. I've yep. coached a few games at, at that facility, and it was years ago, but, man, that was a really cool place to coach a game. It was cool to play, too. Yep. I mean, uh, I think there were maybe three people left in Grafton when we went down there. It was a lot of fun, you know. And as I deal with these athletes at all different levels, they, too, go back to high school. You know, people think that they would uh, talk about, and they do sometimes, their feats at the major league level or whatever. But, you know, when you're a high school kid, it's your whole world. And uh, it was easy for me to come up with that one because those were some fun times. Yeah. And like I say, we won a lot, so that was good, too. Hey, Tom, asking that question at the end of this show, it's amazing the different answers for everything from, you know, my junior year in high school, and this is a guy who played for the Indianapolis Colts, and he was a big-time football player. He said, look, we're in the state finals, and I was the guy, and I fumbled twice Mm -hmm. on the goal line, and we lost by six. Uh And I would do anything to get that ball, that 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 game back. The one that affected me the most, Tom, was we had a woman that was a um, uh, she she had won a gold medal in uh, in the Olympics, and she's from South Carolina, softball player. And I said, hey, any you know, you played volleyball at a high level, play obviously softball, and she had uh, she said I would uh, take the church softball uniform, put it back on. And I said, really? Well, her her husband had passed three days before their second son was born, Tom, and, and he had been hit by lightning when he was a kid and it enlarged his heart and nobody knew it. And he passed away, you know, three days before their second son was born. And she said, I would I would take out the church softball league uniform because I played left center and he played short. 
and I just would like to throw one more cutoff to him. Uh, cool. Yeah, unbelievable. Cool. She I, said, you know, that's, I said, I played a little church softball. She goes, ours is co-ed. Obviously, the girl in right center played on the Olympic team with me. I played in left center, and the the, the rule wow. was we couldn't throw anybody out at the plate. We had to hit our cutoff man. And I said, was that yeah. a league rule? And she's no, a church rule. Our catcher, he couldn't catch. And so it was, they didn't want us hurting him. And I said, and she goes, and my husband, as my cutoff guy, he was always in the wrong. I just would yell at him, and we had so much fun. And I would love to play that one more time. So that oh, question wow. has gotten some great answers. Oh, yeah. Good question. And thanks for allowing me to relive it. Yeah, Glory days, right? I think there was a song written about that. Yeah, I think so. And if not, maybe you and I will will do that. He is Tom Roy. You know, when we talked about uh, if anybody's out there looking to bring him in, um, you know what? Go to shepherdcoachnetwork.com and uh, take a look at everything on that website. Go to their Facebook page. Follow him on on, on Twitter and Instagram. He's very... uh, He's very active on social, and I give him a lot of credit on that. A lot of great information on that. And if you're a coach that has interest in becoming a certified Shepherd coach, information on that website as well. Hey, Tom, thank you so much. Please say hello to your family. Please say hello to your wife, and and uh, I miss her. It, uh, it's always good to catch up with you, brother. Same on your end, brother. You got it. Again, he is Tom Roy. This is Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 AM and 8 PM. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody, all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 